Execute Order 66. You are not prepared! It's over 9,000! Hadouken! No! You're listening to an oddcast. Um, we'll make fun of you all we fucking want, alright? You decided yeah, to come here, okay? Yeah. I mean, the moment you should decide to eat a sandwich, then we'll stop making fun of you. Yeah, the hunger strikes <laughs> over, Gandhi. Bread. Welcome to What an Oddcast. I'm Jared Minnikai, and that's Anthony Denny, and we have our good friend Jeremy on the show! What's up, y'all? It's great to be on the show. Haven't done this. Thank you for having me, Jared and Anthony. Let's go right into it. Uh, before we start, I just wanted to say uh, to Jeremy, I know, I know, but we have to say it. We have to. Thank you for your service. No, dear God, no. Ah, ah! Not you too. Not you too. We have to because Jeremy is with our beloved armed forces there, so we do have to say that just to open uh, out of respect. You know, got to be respectful. Oh yes. As a child of the military brat, well, not child of the military brat, as a military brat myself, yes. All right. Go USA. All right, so we're in agreement there. So today we're talking uh, classical monsters. We got part one today, part two uh, coming out later. Uh, but today we're going to be covering over Dracula and Frankenstein uh, and a bit of Wolfman. Uh, which with that, Bram Stoker's Dracula is what we're using, and we're using Mary Shelley's Frankenstein because, uh, you know, everyone covers over the movies, but this is where it came from. So I decided we're going to go this route because, you know, this is the actual shit. So, um, now on part one, uh, I just do want to clarify right out the gate, Dr. Jekyll and Invisible Man and so on and so forth. Things like that we'll do later. Uh, I plan on doing more stuff like this in December because I'm not really a holiday fan. So I'm just going to do more scary shit in December. Fuck you. Um, uh, fun so, fact. Yeah. Uh, it's actually not pronounced Jekyll. How is it pronounced then? Jekyll. Jeremy, can you confirm where, this? Or? Where the hell did you come up with that pronunciation? The, the, <laughs> I'm wondering the, the author. Really? Okay, yeah. well, we'll get into I mean, that later, then. I still pronounce fucking as Jekyll, because Jekyll sounds stupid. <laughs> but yeah, um, we'll get... But the monsters we're going to be covering, uh, they started an entire genre of, you know, fucked up monsters, like, super crazy, or, like, mad scientists. They started, like, this whole fucking rabbit hole that we have now that is, obviously, we've had many things come out of. Um, <clears throat> uh, some of which we, uh, we've covered recently. So, uh, let's just start it out we're gonna start off with the more prominent out of all of them uh and uh, uh you know of course i am talking about uh jeremy's butthole <sighs> thank you for sitting down for the meeting with us jeremy we, we really need to get this out of the way is that why my chair had like a little cutout in yes. it yes kind of looks like a toilet seat yes wow you guys are going really in depth here 
<clears throat> but no, actually, uh, Dracula. We're going to start there. So, with Dracula, uh, number one, he is, you know, we covered pseudo-vampires with Morbius. He was the real vampire who started it all, so, you know, drinks blood. Uh, he has the ability to change into, uh, in the book, it's kind of weird. They say he can change into a mist, and that's how he can, like, get in places he's not supposed to. <clears throat> you know... You know, Dracula once tried to fight me. Oh, did he? Yeah, he he went to go punch me, but he missed. Are you sure that wasn't a kid in a mask? <laughs> no, I fight kids. They lose. So, uh, and, you know, no reflection in a mirror. Uh, hates holy water, garlic, crucifix. <clears throat> there. Um, but, you know, intro, you know, with Dracula himself, he actually had inspiration from Vlad the Impaler. Uh, because Vlad had the whole thing what? about throwing people on spikes, and you know that was like your that was basically your punishment. Like you lost the war. I don't take prisoners, so I'm just gonna you know embarrass the fuck out of you by fucking you with this giant pole up your ass, and that's how you're gonna die. Um, oh yeah, Vlad was a very very great tactician, and and scaring his enemies back then was prevalent to you know bringing a rocket launcher to a, a stone throwing contest. <laughs> Yeah, because not to mention, they not only did he impale everyone, but then he made it so people had to walk through the impaled people to get to his castle. And not just that, I mean, even before he impaled them, he would have them work in the mines for a couple of days, drag them to a cell, chain them up, and have sheep lick the salt off of their their feet till they were pretty much bare bone and tissue. Yeah, so I'm not not to complain here, but like I've been chained up for a while. If you could just please send my agent, I would, I would appreciate. <laughs> oh, not the gold! Not the gold again! Uh, uh, but yeah, and he to also be terrified had, uh, of goats at that time. That would be <laughs> miraculous. Oh, uh, but uh, you know, at the same time, he also had a lot of things with like his history, um, a lot of rumors and things about he was raised bathing in blood and you know, ingested blood. There was a lot of things surrounding that as well. Uh, so Dracula had a lot of inspiration off of that. Uh, so there is a lot of movies that even depict that he's Vlad the Impaler, which the book never really says he is. So, I mean, that's just more like your assumption. Uh, but now Dracula himself. Um, why don't we get into that, fellas? All right. Yeah. Uh, I tell you. All right, so Dracula's first big appearance was in 1897, uh, which was obviously the uh, the gothic novel by Irish author Bram Stoker. Uh, you know, the book we're obviously fucking covering. You dope. You goddamn dope. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, so the basis of Dracula... Uh, uh, so with that, the basis for Dracula is that he's feeding on uh, people in Transylvania, which is where he's from. Uh, Jeremy, you know, you actually would know a lot about that because you look like you're, uh, you know, a gypsy. Yeah. <clears throat> I am nowhere close to being a gypsy, but oh, I oh, do right. know oh, a bit uh. about that background. So Vlad was uh, was feared and still is feared, and uh, his castle, uh, the villagers of the nearby village say is still haunted and is still owned by Vlad the Impaler. Um, 
for AKA Dracula, which they also carry on into the actual myth of Dracula with that boost revenue for what I know. But Dracula. Yeah, he's a, he's a little bit, you know, batty, so to speak. Honestly, that pun was so bad I didn't know uh <clears throat> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I'm so rusty. <laughs> you know, it's okay. You know, we don't hate you. Um and we do kind of forgive you. Um <clears throat> but anyway, so he's feeding in, in uh, Transylvania, he's killing a whole bunch of people. Um which obviously, you know, that starts to get uh, uh to get noticed. Uh so he ends up going to England where he goes to uh, as they put it, uh spread his undead curse. Uh, vampire is covered before. Uh, you know, try to make more of him because he's a sick fuck. Uh, once there, uh, he evokes the attention of who else but Abraham Lincoln, the vampire hunter, and a small group of others. Did you just say Abraham Lincoln? Yes, Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter. Yeah. I I I don't think that's no. correct. Um, yeah, not to is... correct you, this Abraham Lincoln, vampire slayer, I believe. Oh, oh, right, right. Um, <laughs> sorry, no. So oh, it was Abraham oh, oh, uh, Van Helsing. Talking. Yeah, yeah, Van Helsing. Okay, okay. You, you guys were talking uh, you about You have no Abraham idea what that is? Stan Helsing. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> uh, so there was Abraham Lincoln, the vampire hunter of the movie. Um, I actually have the book because uh, my dad had read the book uh, and then he had given it to me. Uh, which I gotta say, if you haven't read the book and you don't, if you're somebody who doesn't hate reading books, I know there's a lot of people like that. I don't know why, because seriously, that movie was terrible, but the book is actually pretty fucking good. Like, the dude did a ton of fact-checking to make sure Abraham was even in that specific area at the time of, like, when things are going on in the book. So it's it's actually not bad. But anyway, so he, yeah, he makes Van Helsing uh, kind of notice, like, hey, people are disappearing, uh, you know, they're drained of blood and uh, people are coming back and there's other people like you know he's they, yeah, 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 you kind of notice that shit <clears throat> now vampires uh would not have gotten big attention uh without this classic so you wouldn't have your twilight girls or your you know or even blade hell we wouldn't even have blade and i'd be super upset on that one um but basically, it's at the ground rules for all vampires, which is you drink human blood, uh, you have hypnotic trance, you can talk to animals, animal telepathy kind of thing. Uh, you don't have a reflection in a mirror, you hate garlic, you hate cru- crucifixes, you hate holy water, you hate popes. And not because they're for God, it's because they're raping little boys, and you're just, you're, that's a no <laughs> uh, And sunlight kills you, let's not forget that one. That is a big one. Uh, Twilight can suck a cock, that is not what vampires do. Why did I you mean, have to refer to all of my exes for all of your information on this? I mean, you couldn't have just left my past alone? Well, Jeremy, I mean, you and I have, uh, you know, similar taste in women, so it, it wasn't hard, you know. For, for If I wanted demons, I go to me. If I if vampires, I just go to you. You know, we get it worked out. Uh, so, with this, uh, and also, uh, you know, they can bite people and make other vampires. Uh, fledgling vampires, as they're called. Um some other interesting notes of the original, uh, they were able to, uh, he was, as I said, he was able to become a mist. Um, and yeah, that was a thing from the book that I don't think a lot of people have actually used. He also turned into a wolf. Yeah, yeah, he also had the wolf thing. 
But he was kind of... Dracula turns into a lot of shit. Yeah, it's and it's expanded over the years, too. <clears throat> and, hey, guys, you know, I have a fun fact. Are you ready for a fun fact? Are we all ready for a fun fact, kids? Did you know yeah. that there's a me, real Daddy. medical term from the, like, used because of this book now? Oh, uh, what's the medical term? Renfield syndrome. It's not. Now, let me clarify. Because I had to even double check myself. It's not an official, like, if you looked in a medical book, it's there. But uh, Renfield syndrome is something that doctors, like, they use that specific term for people who uh, feel the need to drink human blood or have an urge to drink blood in general. This is what they use for that type of schizophrenia type. Uh, and Renfield uh, was from the was from the Dracula book. He's the guy that gets hypnotized by Dracula into being a half-ass fledgling, where he didn't have to bite him. He just kind of brainwashes him, uh, but he has to eat. He eats insects to take their power, basically, kind of because he thinks he's turning into a vampire. Um, and he kind of like spies around, does shit for Dracula. And fun fact with Renfield syndrome, uh, I have to bring this up only because it's it's just ah, it's it's shit like this. Uh, Richard Chase and Andre and Andre Chicatello are two people who were diagnosed with, Ren, uh, with Renfield syndrome, and they were uh, they were serial killers. Uh, well, except for Richard Chase, uh, he's kind of like a hybrid spree serial killer. It's hard to explain, uh, but both of them uh, basically they had to ingest blood in order to get sexually aroused. It's a killer thing. Uh, but Renfield syndrome came more into play with these two. Uh, Richard Chase was from the 1970s. Andre Chicatello was also from the 70s, but into the 90s in communist Russia, uh, whereas Richard Chase was in California. Oh. Um, but both of them are two very famous uh, killers that had that specific Renfield syndrome because they both had this unnatural need that they thought they needed to ingest blood in order to fix their own mental state, basically. Um, so, um, so, yeah. <clears throat> I just Googled Renfield syndrome just to see what, what would come up. Yeah. And that is the common name. Do you want to know the medical term? <clears throat> Go for it. Clinical vampirism. Yeah, see, if you call the Redfield syndrome, people are more likely to believe you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, what, 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 what does this patient have? Clinical vampirism. Nah, nah, and, <laughs> and what do you mean by clinical vampirism? Oh, well, he, he was killing people and drinking blood, so we... we... He's a, he's a vampire. And uh, we all know the only cure for this. Uh, I'm going to need a wooden stake and a hammer. Got to cut off the head first. Uh, well, we'll figure that out as we go. Um, but just qu real quick, uh, Richard Chase killed six people in over a month. Uh, Andre Chikatilo, on the other hand, had a murder spree of over 50 people. Uh, but yeah, they were both in that. Uh, were people with that. Uh so moving on with Dracula, <laughs> uh, the the book itself actually wasn't even popular in America until 1931 uh, when it actually when it got the black and white film Na uh, Nosferatu, uh, which was fun, fun, like based loosely based off Dracula in a way. Let's it was basically Dracula the movie, and then after this, the book was never run out of print ever. Do you want to know why it was called Nosferatu and not Dracula? Hit me. Copyright. See, see the fucking copyrights, man. Like it just—it's so dumb. Uh, 
And also, he was peered in uh, Nosferatu was in Spongebob. The hash-slinging slasher. The hash-slinging slasher! He's the dude that was flicking the lights on and off uh, at the end of the episode. Uh, so fun there. Uh, but now, in the book, Dracula takes on uh, a young woman to be his bride, uh, which ends up uh, being an undead life kind of thing. Um, if I remember right, it was it's it's like the uh, the girlfriend of one of the guys, uh, but he bites her, makes her another vampire, uh, and Van Helsing obviously notices that she's becoming one, so he lays out a trap. Uh, doesn't work because she ends up going uh, grabbing. Uh, she basically he finds her killing people. He's like, all right, well this isn't gonna work to have him come to us. Uh, Cause she's just fucking straight up murdering people, so we we gotta kill this bitch. We just gotta kill her. Uh, so they do. They end up killing her off. Um, and because of this, like Dracula just fucks up at that point. Cause I mean, they get rid of the girl, and uh, basically in the end of it all, they they fucking figure out where he is. They figure out how to stop him. Cause yeah, I mean, can we be honest here? They had Van Helsing. I mean, they had they had Van Helsing. We've all seen that movie with Hugh Jackman. They had Van Helsing. <laughs> oh my god, that's not a movie I really remembered. Uh, am I the only one, Jeremy? Please tell me you remember. You remember that movie, right? <laughs> Dracula with uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Van Helsing movie. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, see, see, Jeremy's with me here. They had Van Helsing. He's remember like, the girl was actually was actually Hugh Jackman in it because I just remember a girl being in it. <laughs> exactly. See my point. Uh, but anyway, hey, I was dang it when it came out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so anyway, with Dracula in this, uh, basically by the end of it, he hires a group of gypsies uh, to carry get his caravan with his coffin in it. Because uh, he has to lay with the the certain amount of like the certain kind of dirt he needs, basically from his homeland. Has that like get caravan back to his castle because he needs to recharge? Uh, because he's like, I'm too fucked up. I'm losing power. Like I just need to go home. You know, he's like any athlete ever. You know, you go home, get some uh, carbohydrates in you, some electrolytes, and, and you know, and then you go right back out and you go back to killing people. Uh, but unfortunately, Van Helsing outsmarts him on that, and uh, he goes to his castle, murders all the uh, quote unquote sister vampires. Uh, learns about the caravan. Uh, so then everyone ambushes the fucking thing. They kill all the goddamn gypsies. Uh, because, you know, why not? <coughs> Poor, brainwashed, paid gypsies. <coughs> now, this is where it gets uh, to be more specific. Because I have seen uh, recently some videos about, like, what movies actually got it right. Uh, Bram Stoker Dracula does not get it right. No, it does not. Because uh, this is what happens. So they slit his throat with a kukri knife. Kukri? Yes. That's that That's that one knife right there yeah, from the, the down under. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's the little curved... The what? It's the little curved uh, dagger there. Almost looks like... It's like a mini sword. Dagger? It is a short sword, pretty much, in yeah. definition. It is meant for cutting down thick cane and also trying to take away your opponent's shield and get behind it so that way you can kill your enemy faster. I just thought it was like a really weird looking machete. You know, again, I want to thank you, Jeremy, for your service. You know, I just have to. God, they're teaching you amazing things, aren't they? Yeah, how to kill a guy with a. Anyway, so he uh, gets his throat up with the cookery knife, and then uh, you know they don't use that to finish him off. Uh, they pull out a Bowie knife, 
because uh, that's not a knife. <laughs> was fucking Van Helsing uh, like Australian? Uh, but then uh, Dracula turns into dust. Uh, now there, and uh, as I said, there's many portrayals of everything from the book. Uh, in all the movies, they change characters. Uh, one of the more popular ones, Whoa. like combines characters. Yeah. Then there's the quote-unquote Bram Stoker's Dracula that like followed it to a certain degree. Um, yeah, they, I think they kill him in the yeah. castle in that one. Huh. <sighs> And you know what? I just found out that the Bowie knife was invented in 1830. <laughs> in Arkansas. <laughs> Why does he have an Arkansas knife? <laughs> the anger. I'm... <laughs> I'm sorry, like, the timeline makes sense, but why does Abraham Van Helsing have a knife made from fucking Arkansas by a dude named James? Maybe he had to fend off his sister at one point. Uh, and another side note, uh, the book, uh, perhaps it was regular, is told all in letters, uh, Huh. Which is actually a fun reoccurring thing that they also did in Frankenstein. Um, except Frankenstein uh, starts off as letters and ends as letter. Uh, but most of it is just retelling from the perspective of the good doctor. Uh, but Dracula itself was written all in letters from the man who uh, basically helped Van Helsing. So fun fact. Fun fact. Huh. God damn it. Oh, you, you finally saw the photo I placed in our uh, thing? Oh, I hate you. This is, I hate Anthony because, you know, I do these things to help him in this sort of a God damn it. I'm sitting here looking at my notes and I'm like, you know, that, that that's not right. There shouldn't be this giant space. Why the hell do I have to keep scrolling? <laughs> Fucking Anthony. There's a picture of... There's a picture of Count Dabula. God damn it. Oh my it. god. <laughs> I fucking hate the dab and everything about it. Oh, and yet the man profusely purchases it. Oh uh, yes, because if I suffer, I saw that. I googled Dracula and I saw that, so I had to make others suffer. God, what times we live in that the first thing you Google <laughs> when you Google Dracula is him dabbing. Dab on you, bitch. <laughs> oh, no, now I'm a vampire. <laughs> Count Dabula <just laughs> challenges you to a dance contest. I quit. Thriller! <laughs> uh, we'll save that for later. Uh, but now, moving on to Frankenstein. Uh, first written by Mary Shelley, uh, also known as uh, the modern Prometheus. Another uh-huh. Frankenstein is the other like big name. You have Dracula and Frankenstein are the two biggest fucking names out of all of these. So I had to start but, with them. But wait, which is the real monster, the man or the monster? I guess we'll uh... find out. So Frankenstein obviously is made by other body parts brought to life by the good Doctor Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein's monster, 
It's getting technical. Yes, I'm just going to put it out there. Well, we'll just do it like this. So, um, I'm not going to say so Frankenstein's monster the whole time. I'm just like, no, no, wait, 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 no, no. This is this is for you. So he was the child of Frankenstein. So therefore, his last name is Frankenstein. His first name is Adam. If that helps, so his name is Adam Frankenstein. All right. So the book itself. <laughs> Uh, this book is actually a bit older. Uh, this book came out in 1823, which, drumroll, was a whole 74 years before Dracula. So Frankenstein's technically the real OG. Dude, Mary Shelley, she was the fucking goth queen. She had sex on her parents' grave. Was she hot? I don't know. I'm it now. <laughs> I know, and I knew I knew somebody here was going to do it. Uh, I mean, she had. Here, let me, let me, I'm going to put this photo in the thingy so you can see. Bam! Uh, Got a lot of shoulder showing off in this photo. A lot of shoulder. <coughs> no. Yep. No. 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 I'm gonna assume it's pretty bad. It's bad. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, what time? What time of year is it? It's eighteen twenty-three. I mean, yeah. I mean, she. This is, this is from eighteen forty. So, um, I, know, I need a calculator. Three. You might want to. You know, you probably do want to get it on with the chick that looks like an owl person. <laughs> she has no chin. Her eyes um, look it, like they're staring into my soul. In the image I sent you, she's 43. Well, she's actually pretty looking young for, I you know, 43 years old. That, that makes her look kind of young for being in her 40s at that time. But clearly look at that Photoshop. She's, she's too smooth. Oh, God. You know, it was happening <coughs> even back then. Oh, damn it. looks my like allergies. an ostrich egg. <laughs> An ostrich. It's like perfectly oval. Now I have a new name for my ostrich egg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so Frankenstein itself, uh, it starts off on one fateful stormy night. Um, there are a bunch of people on a ship uh, that starts off with uh, Mr. Captain Robert Walton uh, writing a letter to his sister about what it it's transpired that night basically it starts off with like we found this guy uh the book ends with like what happens at the end of him telling her and this is how the night ended uh but it starts off with like we were sailing uh up by the north pole we found this dude half frozen to death which is our dr frankenstein uh we pulled him aboard uh and then what transpires after that uh is frank is dr frankenstein's retelling of everything that had happened uh, and how he ended up there basically and him writing it to her but it's all told by him <clears throat> so now with this the men in the captain's ship uh witness a dog sled uh being driven by a gigantic man off in the distance that they have no idea who the fuck it is uh then they find the good doctor very much fucking emaciated and like just half dead the good doctor stares up and he looks in the captain's eyes and he sees that the captain has the same obsession that he had had, which led him to that very spot. 
Which is what recalls him to tell this entire fucking story of uh, what happened to him, basically. Dude, you look the same amount of knowledge horny that I am. Let me tell you my life story. You, you look like you're ready to fuck the brains into next week. Let me tell you my story. And I can just see a guy like, Please tell me your story, you poor dead man. <clears throat> so with this, Victor is born in Naples, Italy, uh, to a wealthy Genevan family with two brothers, Ernest and William. Now their father, <laughs> Alphonse Frankenstein, and his mother, Caroline Buford, were uh, always encouraged a boy to explore chemistry and science and shit. So Victor, choosing to explore more stimulating nature and older, out- outdated methods, like, you know, bringing shit back to life, but we'll get to that, uh, no way this would lead to any kind of dark, decrepit behavior at all. No, he was a perfectly normal boy playing with dead bodies and shocking them and shit. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know where that came from. Uh, so later their parents adopt uh, Elizabeth the Lave- uh, uh Sorry, I'm tripping up on names. Uh, Lavenza, uh, which is an orphan girl that they bring in from an uh, Italian nobleman. Uh, which later Victor... Uh, this where it gets weird. Uh, Victor allegedly falls in love with. It's not allegedly. allegedly. Straight up. Allegedly. Straight up wants to bang his sister. No, no, no. Allegedly. Allegedly he wants to bang his sister. Like, I, like allegedly I want to bang your mom. You know, like allegedly. Well, now. Well, Jeremy, no, no, no. Let's not, uh, <laughs> let's not take it too carried away here. Right, uh, you know, like allegedly, uh, allegedly, I didn't rape you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, wink, wink. wink. No, but you did bone my sister. <laughs> did I though? Yeah, and she says hi. Did I though? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> but did I though? Yes, you did. <laughs> Well, later he goes off to a university to explore more about his chemistry. <laughs> Even developing a secret technique to impart life onto the non-living matter. This motherfucker brought shit that wasn't even supposed to be alive to life. I may have fucked your sister. <laughs> well, you guys have plenty in common. Oh, which later on, obviously, he would implore later in life. Are you sure you're not Italian? Oh, later on, his mother dies of scarlet fever, which only causes Victor to focus more on his technique and perfect it to the best he can. I want to fuck your sister. (laughs) So, yeah. So yeah, he, he, he figures out the way that he's going to bring Frankenstein to life later on. Uh, and then his mom dies, so he's like, shit, I really need to figure this out. Like, I really need to figure this out. Um, so obviously he needs to test it. Anthony, Jeremy, how would you test an experiment like that? How would you see if you could bring something dead back to life? Electrocute the crap out of it. I would have to find something dead. Uh-huh. You know what I'd do? Attempt to bring it to life. What would you do? I'd do, I'd, do, I'd do this. I'd pull a whole bunch of body parts together, have no fucking idea how to put it together, 
and have a and to put it in the words of the book an eight foot tall giant monster he tries to gather only the most beautiful parts he can but upon animation the creature is instead hideous with watery white eyes and yellow skin <clears throat> not green that barely conceals the muscles and blood vessels underneath it so basically you can see everything going on inside him repulsed by his work victor flees with victor flees uh but obviously the creature awakens um you know the creature awakens and he's like oh shit and it sees him running uh he meets up with his friend henry later uh after this and he they're like hey man like we need to get some drinks man like you just need to have a drink, man. He's like, you're right. You know, I've been working way too hard. Yeah, that's right, man. Like, fucking go drink with me, man. So then he's like, was his was his friend Shaggy? Maybe. <laughs> you know what? That explains a lot. Like, we just need to go and like smoke some dubs, man. You'll be so much better. Hey, what's what's uh what's that loud crash, man? Oh shit! Oh shit! It's nothing. It's nothing. Because uh, he freaks out that the guy's going to see the monster. Uh, but when they get back, it's fucking gone. Dragonstein has left. Uh, and later on, he gets uh, a letter that his brother was murdered. Oh. Yeah. Don't you hate that when you're just going out, you have a couple drinks, you come back, and like, hey, your brother's dead. I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah, that was really quick, actually. Yeah. Uh, but he ends up uh, thinking, uh, he obviously thinks his monster did it, because he's like, I don't know why, but something tells me that it must have done it. Um, That's really racist. Well, how dare you, sir? How fucking dare you? I mean, he's the one who's like, oh, I made a monster. I'm gonna... So my brother died right after I made this monster. Clearly the hideous, ugly thing killed my brother. Obviously. It did it. It's guilty. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he goes back and he sees the monster fleeing off to the mountains. Uh, so then he's like, yeah, no, it totally did it because, like, it's here. Like, it's here in my hometown. Like, it obviously killed him. Uh, but obviously he can't prove it because, I mean, who the hell is going to believe that your eight-foot-tall, disgusting fucking thing that you brought back to life killed somebody? Second of all, you're going to have to answer for all the grave robbing he did. So, I mean... You know, prison or just let it go. Prison or just let it go. Well, he just lets it go. And uh, the nanny gets hanged for it. Because they found the brother's locket in her pocket. Locket in your pocket. A locket in your pocket. You know, there's a saying that goes with that. What? No witnesses. (laughs) You know what? Ah, you fucker, you beat me to it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but Victor flees off to the mountains because uh, he, he basically he's like, oh, my God, like, I, I, I can't bear to what I've let happen. Uh, so he flees off to the mountains to a castle uh, and he goes to hide away because he thinks that'll be the best. Like, nobody has to know I created this thing. And if I'm not around, it doesn't have a reason to kill. But obviously, the creature fucking is in the mountains as well. Um, so it hunts him down and uh, tells him that it needs to hear out its story. Do you guys want to hear what it uh, wanted to tell him? Sure. I mean, I feel like either way you're going to let us know. Okay, good. You see, you see, I, I, I went looking for you and I couldn't find you. And then people were making fun of me, calling me things like Invisible Man, 
freak. One guy, <laughs> he called me Jello Man. I was like, I don't know what Jello is, and he's like, "Cause you're a freak." <laughs> so I got mad, all right, and I, I killed your brother, I and I hid the locket on the nanny. Uh, but I gotta tell you, I mean, I didn't do it um, on accident. I fucking murdered him, and uh, you're gonna make me a wife, cause uh, Frankie Horny, and uh, <laughs> I don't go to Bone Town soon. I'm gonna fucking kill you and your family. And whoever you're boning, and whoever they boned, and whoever you try to bone, I'm going to kill everyone. So it's the well, greatest incident story of all time. Yes. See, <laughs> si, senor. He just wants love and, and murder. Not catching it. So Dr. Frankenstein created Frankenstein the monster and is now creating him a wife. Therefore, if he's creating another monster, that other monster is also his child. But and now they're both. Hear me out now. If you make her, we'll go to South America, and we'll never bother anyone ever again, unless they come to my swamp. Don't get. Uh, And then we got. Thank you, Disney. <laughs> so that's his whole deal. Um, that you know, if you do this, I won't kill everyone you know, and I'll, you know, I'll run away. I'll never bother anyone. Uh, so Victor obviously does it because he doesn't want to see his whole family murdered. What's left of it? <laughs> um, so he begins working. He goes back to England, uh, but he suspects that uh, the monster is watching him. Always you know? oh, feel like somebody's watching me. That's what they wrote that song on, guys. <laughs> Oh my god, it makes sense I, now. I, I, I don't want to, to... Like, I don't want to argue with you. Good. But I feel yeah. like you're wrong. Well, I don't think I am. Uh, but anyway, so he finishes making this chick. You know, the Franken, the Bride of Frankenstein. So yeah, they made an entire sequel movie on something that was not lasting very long in this book. Cause you'll, you'll, and you'll see why. Because uh, as he finishes, he notices that the monster's watching him through a window. So he destroys her because then he's like, basically what goes through his mind is that the creature is pure evil and whatever he's about to create is going to be pure evil. And both of them uh, would team up together and make a fiend army and bring a plague onto mankind and that he shouldn't do this. So he destroys her. And, you know, guys, can you believe that? I mean, like, can you? Okay, now let's just put ourselves in Frankenstein's shoes. All right. The monster shoes. All right. You just watched this hot chick get made and you're that's going to be just like you. And you're like, you're totally getting ready, getting in the mood like you're lighting candles, playing very white, totally ready. And instead of bringing her to life, he just destroys it and runs away. Yeah, it's called an Alabama marriage. (laughs) That is true. But I just, I just hear me out. I can see why he's mad. I think I'd be a too. Are you saying that he has impotent rage? Yes. Anyway, so Victor flees, uh, and he sets off to uh, marry Elizabeth. I mean, a different person. 
Definitely not his sister. Yeah, totally not his sister. It's a different Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth that he met in the market that one day. Uh, but anyway, so the night of the wedding, uh, he finds out Frankenstein has come back to kill him. Obviously. Uh, he labels it as the fiend when talking to Elizabeth, and uh, he locks her up in the room, grabs a couple pistols and a dagger, and he's like, I'm just going to finish this shit. Uh, but the monster outthinks him, because, you know... There's a thing as such as balconies. Um, so, for, so the monster climbs up, uh, strangles the fuck out of Elizabeth and kills her. Uh, Fra- and, uh, you know, Victor comes back and he's like, oh, shit. Uh, he fires a shot, doesn't do jack shit to this thing, and the creature escapes. And he goes back home and learns that his father passed away because uh, he can't take the fact that his wife died and then his wife was strangled and that his son created the monster that then killed his future, like, uh, you know... Uh, daughter-in-law, you know? So he dies. Hmm. You know, he gets sick and he dies. You know? So, uh, in other words, Victor killed his dad, too. He's killed, like, everyone at this point. He's just killing everyone. The only one you can say he didn't kill was his mom, because she got scarlet fever, but, uh, you know, maybe if he had stayed <laughs> That's debatable. a vaccine... Maybe instead of creating life, you could have prevented death. Yes. Whoever told you the tragedy who doth plagueis the wise? No, I mean, uh, you could have brought no, her no, back no, no, if you no, executed no. her enough. No, 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 no. <laughs> now, our story ends with Ironic. Frankenstein, uh, with Victor telling the captain on his deathbed um, about that he chased the creature to the North Pole, um, but that he should uh, not seek ambition as he is, uh, but rather happiness. Uh, the creature is then last seen uh, on the ship holding Frank uh, Victor's dead body. You know, just like, uh, uh, well, you see, I thought I would uh, be happy now that he's dead, but I'm so fucking lonely. I like I I have a problem with like killing anyone that can show me love. And I am I am fucking lonely. So he drifts himself off on an ice sheet and he's never to be seen again. Uh only wanting death. I mean maybe if he didn't kill literally everyone who could have been family to him. Hey, well, I mean, Victor fucked up because he never taught his son, technically, how to fish. If he had taught him that, he would have stayed away from drugs and killing people. You know, I you think know, this is a classic telling of what we should do with every serial killer, right? Like, teach him how to fish and put him in ice? Yes. Yes, that's yeah. what we should do. Yeah. You know, At a young age, when you know that they're going to be that way, just send them off into the wilderness and uh, teach them how to survive. So and you know, and then they don't have to be lonely. They can be with the other murderous people. Yeah, you know, it's not my fault he fell down a well. Uh, but we're gonna be ending our first part uh, with the beginning of the Wolfman. But don't fret and don't worry, uh, cause October part two uh, will be out later this week. Uh, so don't worry about that. But uh, with that, we're gonna get a little bit of the Wolfman here, uh, which is another of the classic. Uh. You know, the other classics here. Uh, he's not as uh, more iconic as Frankenstein or Dracula. 
Uh, only because he only has one real, like, definitive origin, which was the film that was made in 1941. Uh, book-wise, there's a few books I was able to find that he's loosely based off of, but there's not enough information unless I were able to find them and then read them, which I don't have time to do that right now. Uh, but I, the earliest example I could find is uh, Hughes the Were-Wolf. Uh, by Sutherland Menzies, published in 1838. Um, and another, Wagner the Werewolf, in 1847, uh, by G.W.M. Reynolds. Uh, we find the classic subject of a man who is, although kind-hearted himself, accepts a deal with the devil to become a werewolf for 18 months, accompanying uh, Dr. a Dr. Faustus and killing humans in exchange for youth and wealth. Uh, then there was also <laughs> The Man-Wolf in 1831 uh, by Leitch Ritchie, which yields the werewolf in an 11th century setting. Uh, but it's a similar, but the same thing of a man accepting a deal with the devil and following a guy around to kill people. And then, you know, the 1941 film starring Lon Chaney Jr. That is correct. Uh, and this would be the one that everyone would know best, uh, would be the 1941, or the, the newest one that was made, which I didn't mind that one. No, I didn't either. Benicio uh, del Toro. Yes. Uh, but it's early 20th century, um, and after learning about the death... Uh, actually. <clears throat> after learning of the death of his brother, Larry Talbot... Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry, can I start over? Can I reread that? Can I go uh, again? Yes. Okay, thank you. In early 20th century, Larry Talbot, after learning of the death of his brother, returns to an ancestral home of Langwilly, Wales, to reconcile... (laughs) Sorry, you're messing me up, guys. Let's start from the top. Early 20th century, Larry Talbot learns of the death of his brother and returns to his ancestral home in Wales to reconcile with his estranged father, Sir John Talbot. While there, Lyra becomes romantically interested in a local girl named Gwen, who runs an antique shop and has a pretext to convince, to, uh, you know, let's say get it on with her. Fuck. And to prove it, he purchases a silver-headed walking stick decorated with a wolf. Gwen tells him it represents a werewolf. What is that? Which she defines is a man who changes into a wolf at certain times of the year. Wink, wink, wink. Full moons. Duh. Coming to a theater near you. Now, <clears throat> you must. No, this is a great movie. I, I like this movie. It's always a good watch. You must have one thing that fucking pisses me off about this movie. What's that? When the werewolf. Uh, when Mr. Lon Chaney Jr. transforms into the wolf man for the very first time. Do you know how he kills his first victim? Actually, before we get to that, later that night, he hears Gwen's friend Jenny being attacked by what he assumes is a wolf. Okay. He jumps to her aid and slays the beast with his new... Spectacular silver cane. But then he's bitten in the fucking chest because... Plot twist. He then gets really fucking sick and he's like, what the 
fuck. So instead of going to a doctor like a normal person, he goes to Jeremy, the gypsy fortune teller, who goes by the name Maleva, who informs him he's been afflicted with a curse, and on the next full moon, he'll become a creature of the night, a murdering, bloodthirsty monster, a werewolf. Man, Jeremy, you just really brought that guy down, dressing up like women. What did I tell you about that? What did I tell you about that? Hey, man, it's 19, damn it. You can suck a dick, because now you you convince that man he's going to be a werewolf. But don't worry, folks, we'll finish this off in Classic Monsters Part 2. Or should I say... You never answered my question. Part Boo. No, Jared. No. Oh. No, no. Okay. I tried it. You know, I just I had to try it. Try it. You know. Anyway, so how uh, how does he how how does he kill the first guy in the movie? Well, you, you got to guess. You're gonna guess wrong, but you got rips his throat out. That that no. Th- see, that would make sense. He has claws and teeth. Uh, uh dick. Nope. Also, make would make sense. No, he strangles him. So the werewolf, uh, you know, presumably having sharp fangs and claws, uh, strangles him to death. Yes. Strangles. Huh. Also, uh, big props out to Lon Chaney Jr. for fucking that transformation scene, which took, like, so long to do. Oh, yeah, because it's all, like, uh, it don't... Do, because if I remember right, isn't it like a stop motion, like slowly he has hair on his face? Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah, that would take fucking forever. Especially way back in 1941. Oh my god. Oh, man, you would not have room for air at that point. Like, Alright everyone, we've got enough film for this one stop and go. I swear to god, Linda, you fuck up and I will fucking end you. I will literally end you. Not just your career. I mean, I will hunt you down, I will find out where you live, and I will fucking kill you. Alright, places, let's go! I mean, her fake with the name of Linda. Well, I do also want to say, again, thank you, Jeremy, because, uh... It's nice hearing your fucking voice. I know, it's been so long. It really is. Uh, and you guys out there, you can follow us on Oddcast Network on Facebook, uh, at OddcastN on Twitter. Uh, we also have uh, the email of oddcastmedia at gmail.com, uh, so you can always hit us up there as well. Uh, we also have the Patreon. is now up and going. I'm still adding more to it, uh, but it is up and going now. Uh, and that's Oddcast Network uh, on Patreon as well. Uh, you'll notice us, uh, we have the balloon heads in the watermelon uh, or the pineapple on the beach, because obviously that's what we do. Before we end out the entire show, we have just a brief moment, and uh, I just want to ask uh, Jeremy. Yes. How the fuck is the weather down there? Oh, it's nice and warm. It's about, uh, I want to say about 60, 67 degrees. Nice and sunny. Oh, um, I hate light, you. Light wind. Um, you know, it's it's just, just nice enough for hoodies, you know? 
For those of you who don't live in Florida and are living in a colder state like me and Anthony, uh, feel free to hate this motherfucker. Um, <laughs> uh, and well, I mean, currently it is uh, you, 55 degrees here. Yeah. yeah well, I'm sure that your fans have not heard the last of me, and I will be back on this killing spree. Ooh, fucking rhymes. Oh, but see... He's way more noticeable than you think, folks. He ha- he's very no he sticks out in a crowd. Literally stick. Yeah, he literally uh I don't know. Basic stick. training taught me how to camouflage, so I'm a little bit more deadlier now. I don't Ooh. think so, folks. If you see him from a side view, he sticks out. He sticks out. Cause he got a big dick. Hey ladies, where you at? <laughs> yeah, crazy women. He's Just don't man. stab Jared with a fork. Hey, that wasn't my fault, okay? That was <laughs> not my fault. So backstory on that to end out the show here. Uh, Jeremy had an ex that I helped trying to get him out of a relationship with. Uh, but when I tried to step in and help help my friend out, uh, I got stabbed with a fucking fork. Uh, and then I decided to uh, not do that again. I still have a <laughs> scar on my knuckle where I was stabbed with a fucking fork. <laughs> To be fair, I wasn't the one that stabbed you. She stabbed you for interfering. Well, I still count that as your fault. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And yet you still boned my sister. Oh. Do it again. And all of you at home, what do you think? Was it Jeremy's fault or my fault? Let us know. Oddcastmedia at gmail.com or oddcastnetwork on Facebook. You all have a great fucking evening, and we will be finishing out Oddtober. Later this week. Laters! This is going to be a thing about uh, Scientology that I just found out about recently from another friend that lives in Florida. Uh, But you know how Mormons have uh, Salt Lake City? Yes. Did you know that that, uh, Scientology is trying to take over the small town of Clearwater, Florida? It's a legitimate thing. No, I do yeah, not know that. We're going to have it. Um, <laughs> it is nothing but a cesspool. There was a thing I saw posted uh, on one of the pages I followed on Facebook where they posted this flyer from Scientology talking about how they should base- basically how they should be running Clearwater and that they're going to be pushed. Basically, the, the, the whole thing is that they're trying to get Clearwater and then push it to try to take over Florida, basically. They're just trying to take over that whole like section of Florida. Um. And I was like, oh, that can't be real. Uh, and then I looked into it and then uh, asked some other people that live in Florida. And that is a legitimate thing that they are, like, pushing for, like, city council shit in Clearwater and then trying to push it to, like, the state, like, state people for Florida. Like, Scientology's trying to get in the government now. Well, well you got to look at it because Clearwater is pretty much its own friggin' own country, okay? Like, I've been there. I've gone there i used to because be in a unit down there serving over mormons do the same fucking thing and and scientology is really really a manifestation of craziness inside of rich people i think they get too much money and then they just automatically okay. go to not okay so fun fact uh l ron hubbard actually got his insight from the one and only mr crowley the the mr crowley in his early life, he actually got into, like, the black magic and shit, and he got into the same circles as Crowley, uh, but then they kicked him out because he was taking over the small circle that he was involved in. 
they they basically thought he was a joke until he started taking people over to his side and they're like, okay, this guy's got to fucking go. <laughs> like, we're trying to fuck chicks and have fun. And this fucking fat nerd is taking all the chicks. He needs to get the fuck out of here. Uh, and then Scientology basically came out of that because he learned how he could manipulate people. Uh, and then Scientology. Uh, and they're trying to do that in Florida. And the Mormons have already have people in, like, the government and shit. Uh, we also, uh, you know, there's been uh, almost a Mormon president. Uh, there's even some people on, like, you know, Congress and shit that lean more towards Scientology in their own ways. Uh, there's a lot of people in Hollywood that lean towards that, and guess where they're mostly living? They're everywhere. That That's... It's the same thing as Mormons. Mormons and Scientology, they're cults that are never going to end because they don't have an end date, and they recruit at an alarming fucking rate. It's scary. Yes, they do, because people want to believe things. I I, I just want you to stay safe in Florida, because, like, that's... I would not want to be there. eh. Far (laughs) enough away from Clearwater, but, you know, not far enough away where Jehovah's Witnesses can't literally attack me at a gas station at 5 o'clock in the morning while I'm trying to grab coffee. Well, why wouldn't they? You have to hear about the Lord. Yeah, no. I told her (laughs) that I smoke, I drink Red Bull, I drive a truck, and by God, I joined the army when I was 18, and they just hiss at me. Good for you. They say, would you like to hear about our Lord and Savior? Oh, yes, hail Satan. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, uh, my dad, when they uh, came up to the house uh, when he lived up in Buffalo there, uh, they came up to the door trying to do that, and he pulled out the Book of Cthulhu and was like, oh, yeah, can I tell you about my Lord and Savior? <laughs> <laughs> they did not return. What? We'll do one. We'll do an hour each. How about that? <laughs> well, you come in, tell me about your bullshit, and then I'll tell you about the guy that's really going to save us, all right? 